0: everybody, it's Mandy Garavito. Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast, where we go live with the community online and just start talking about the Miami lifestyle. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to all the channels we have available for this show, whether it be YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, the private group on there for the podcast listeners, as well as Twitter. We're all on there. Uh, and it has the little option to click the bell for notifications when I go live. Do smash that button so that you know when I'm on and you can participate on the chat. So uh, today we've got uh, you know a few people on Instagram. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for all the kind words and support. Every time I go live, I always got some people giving me some nice things to say. I appreciate that. All right? That's my fuel. I wake up every morning and say, what kind of shit can I talk for the people on Instagram today? All right? And uh, today, I want to share with you a story On what happened this past Friday, I got hired to go roast strangers, mind you, very wealthy ones, at least that's what I thought, at the Trump National Doral. Have you ever been to the Trump National Doral? It's very close to where I am, and I've never been inside of it. I've always driven past it, and i got to admit, I'm pretty surprised at how big that place is, especially the golf course. They dedicate so much property and territory just for people that are not in good shape to ride around in golf carts and play the sport. It's incredible. And then guess what? They have more than one golf course there. So shout out to Bio Response. His name is Manny. He hired me to go do uh, this quick event, uh, and uh, it was fun. So the first tee-off, you know, where the golfers go, line up the ball, and then hit the ball as, as far as they can and to continue playing the game, as an introduction to the game, me and my friend Jay McCord, which is also a comedian here in the city of Miami, we are just insulting these people that we hardly know anything about. And we would go for the jugular. We would go for things like, uh, you know, your <laughs> your weight class, your age, your clothes. Um, you know, if you look like you evaded taxes, we'll we'll say that. And we had this big speaker right next to us, and we would just yell it out. It even came to a point where there was a golf cart full of what I'm assuming are the, the, the housewives of Doral trying to play golf. Maybe even just a bunch of sugar babies hanging out because they're bored. It's like, oh, my God, you're a sugar baby? Me too. Let's go get this golf course and go somewhere else. Yeah, my man is boring. Mine too. Oh, my God. We have so much in common. <laughs> we love money and we hate the guys we're with. And so they're, they're driving around and then they, they, they stop to see us and, you know, we're roasting them and then they get off and then we have this big twerk contest intermission, which we almost got kicked out for. That was no fun. The twerking was, but almost getting kicked out wasn't. You know, they didn't like to see that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I saw, oh man, you know, the people in Trump Doral, man, they are having a ball. And this is happening, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. You know what I'm saying? These guys are not out there worrying about the nine to five. They don't have to report to any sort of boss. They're just, you know, enjoying the game of of golf and and they're pulling out. I saw this guy. He had a bottle of hypnotic and Hennessy mixed, mixed. It's one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon. This guy is blacked out drunk playing golf with his homies. And mind you, he's drinking and driving. He's driving around in a golf cart. I mean, those things don't go past five miles an hour. I'm surprised people have gone in accidents in those things. I can run faster. I'm sure you can, too. If you put a little bit of effort, you can run faster than a golf cart. But you know what I'm saying? These guys, they play, they play golf for a reason. It's the only athletic sport where you don't have to do much except align the ball to where you want it to go and then just swing, right? So these guys are riding around in a golf cart, drunk, lit, Music playing, blurting out of the thing, and I gotta admit, I envied them. I want to go. I want to be a golfer now. Like I actually want to go out and start playing golf more often, just to hang out with these people. Um, so these guys were essentially partying at one, two o'clock in the afternoon, while the rest of Miami is making plans to go out and party past midnight. So I, I, on this episode, I want to start like. Naming what are the sports, what are the daytime activities that you can do here in the city of Miami where you can get lit as if it was a nightlife experience, but instead the sun is out. Okay, golf being one. And the thing about golf is it's so exclusive. I think somebody even told me it was $50,000 to play golf uh, annually at the Trump Doral. Fifty grand. Would you invest fifty? I mean, i probably you're probably spending that much money in alcohol anyway. Think about it. If you go out, let's say three times a week with the with the drink prices in all the expensive clubs in Miami, you know, you go to Club Live, you go to Club Eleven, you go to Gecko for dinner or whatever. You're spending close to fifty grand. I would estimate somewhere around the ballpark of fifty grand. Now, if instead you were to allocate that money and put it in a golf membership at the trump doral you'd still be having the same experiences more or less but this time with a little sun, you 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 know you sweat you you, at least you're getting some calories burned right well maybe you might be burning some calories in the the dance floor but whatever you know what i mean you it's byob right and you bring that hard liquor because it's early why not why not get blacked out drunk on a friday afternoon huh with your boys it's amazing how lit playing golf is in Miami it's a lit activity man and you're hanging and you know when you go to a nightclub you don't know who you're really hanging out with right all they all they do is pat you down at the door there's no screening process when you go play golf it's a network of people that do big things in Miami right somebody owns a roofing company somebody has a yacht somebody somebody owns a multi-million dollar architect business you name it this is like random you know big shot Hanging out, you know, playing golf. So it's like a one big networking event, man. And then next thing you know, uh you're involved in politics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? You 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 meet some uh I don't know, who knows. DeSantis might be playing there. He'd be like, yo, DeSantis, man. What are we gonna do about this traffic? You got a good point. I'm gonna do something about this traffic now that I met you. Sure, I'll have a little bit more Hennessy. Pour it up. You start hanging out with some big boys. And big girls I also saw a couple of girls there. I mean it wasn't as popular with the ladies but there was there was definitely a lot of rich guys hanging out unfortunately my branding with the golfers is uh is a little tarnished because I didn't salt a lot of them <laughs> but I had so much fun I had a lot of fun man um I didn't get anywhere near the uh the lakes though I don't I, I don't want to get near any lakes because I've heard too many stories of golfers getting eaten up by crocodiles or alligators or whatever the hell You know, and the last thing you the last thing you need is to be eaten up by a a Republican crocodile, you know, with a MAGA hat because it's in Trump Doral. I could imagine that. Like, how are you gonna brand? You know, Trump loves to brand himself, right? So if you got alligators and crocodiles in the waters, there, you might as well put like a little uh, MAGA bandana or something on them, right? So you know. Um, another sport that I wrote down here that I really believe can make a big difference in how Miami, the Miami lifestyle can, uh, can become something during the daytime. Like if we transfer all the things we love about getting lit, but do it in the daytime. Uh, let's go to, why don't we do it over at, uh, tennis. So tennis is one of those sports that, you know, it's fast paced. You know, we have the equal distribution of both men and women playing it. And since it's it's a very inclusive sport, like, you can have guys play girls in that sport, and there's no, like, off balance. I think they both would do great. As a matter of fact, I think, like, if you're a, a swinger or something, you know, rich people are always swinging because they get tired of their husbands and wives and they want to go bang their, you know, their friends' husbands or wives. You know, I don't know what it is about rich people and swinging, but that's... Just, that's definitely a common activity. How about as a little bit of foreplay? You go to the tennis court and you play your boy's wife. you be like, what are we playing for? <laughs> oh, you know what we're playing for. Or you can make it so that um, it could be sponsored by some sort of ventanita. Right? Like, who makes the best coladas? We're about to find out in the tennis court. And then, you know, before you play the game, you take a shot of colada and you see who performs better. Oh, yeah. This, uh, this player is sponsored by Carla Bakery. And this other one sponsored by Vicky's Bakery. Who makes the best coladas? Who has the best caffeine ratio in their coladas? Is it Carla or is it Vicky? Stuff like that. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about we should be doing in Miami. Shout out to Mike. Mike, last Thursday was amazing. Over at uh, your B-Day. Thanks for joining me. Um, and here's the thing about uh, daytime sports. Because, you know, when you look at things like, someone mentioned earlier, uh, high-life. Uh, You know, highlight, you know, I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but I think that anybody that represents Miami in a sport needs to play the role thoroughly. Uh, And that role needs to be with a sense of fashion, attitude, and status. Okay? Fashion... You gotta be, you know, you. I don't know. You just gotta wear like bright Miami colors. A gold chain is a must. Okay, you need a. And then when somebody puts a microphone, in, you know, like, oh, how was, how was the game? What are your thoughts about it? It's like, hey man, I fucked that guy up, cause I'm from Miami. You need You need to come up with some sort of persona, like if you were like a, a WWE wrestler. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have some sort of representation you can't just you, you can't you know, co-mingle with other players and just be an average joe so if you ever decide to get in any sort of daytime sport whether it's tennis or highlight or anything of, of the sorts you, you got to play the role and by status you know you got to be doing cool things outside of the game all right it's not enough to be like oh i'm just an athlete i play tennis they're like no i'm an athlete i play tennis and I, run, and I run an import-export company of ambiguous products and services. Right? Something cool like that. Can you tell us a little bit more about your import-export business? No. I'm only going to talk about the game. But I just want you to know that I'm out there doing big things outside of this. Are you worried if you win or lose? I don't care if I win or lose because I'm doing big things. This is just a hobby. <laughs> Whether I win or lose, I'm going back to my penthouse. And there's going to be like four hoes there. <laughs> fashion, attitude, and status, all right? If you're going to be a, some sort of a player of the sports, of the daytime sports in Miami, you got to represent Miami thoroughly, okay? Um, I've never been to a tennis game, although I wish I did. I really want to go to the Open. The Open sound fun. Uh, Val says, fashion, attitude, and riz, yeah, so if like the girl that's interviewing you is fine, we want to see the we want to see Poppy talk to her correctly. Right? She she needs to be smitten. <laughs> he should ask for her number or inst. Oh, you know what? Ask for her Instagram handle right there, live on TV. Oye, mami, tú tienes Instagram. Dámelo ahí. No se preocupe del interview. Ya no necesito nada más. No, no more questions. I want to slide in your DMs after this. You know what's great about um, Miami sports now? The, uh, the Marlins Stadium is really, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the Marlins Stadium has really gotten popular recently, and that's cool. Uh, and the reason why I think the Marlins Stadium has gotten more popular is because it's essentially, a, it's a nightclub. Have you been to the bars? Have you guys been to the Marlins Stadium recently, the, um, the Lone Depot Park? I have this running joke that says, like, most people that go out to a Marlins game, most of the people support the other team than the Marlins themselves. It's a sad thing to see. You know, you go out to the popular baseball games like Chicago versus Miami or New York versus Miami, there's more people wearing the other team's gear than Miami themselves. And so that's why they call it the Lone Depot Park because the other team loan gets gets it as a loan for their fans to come see them play. <laughs> So one week, one weekend it's New York's, uh, park. And then, you know, the next weekend it's the Chicago park, just borrowing it. But recently I, I love going to Marlins game. I get invited a lot. I got a lot of friends that go and I meet them there and the bar is there and the, uh, it's just like a nightclub, man. You know, it's. I don't even know, like, uh, the last time I went there, I went with Alex from uh, Thank You Miami. Shout out to him. He was celebrating his birthday, and he took me to the Budweiser Bar, and the Budweiser Bar had a better view of the sport than the front row seats he got because it's, like, raised up, and you could just hang out in the balcony and just watch the game, right? And it's, like, directly down the line of of where the catcher is, right? And so... I'm thinking to myself, I'm trying to watch the game, but I'm here with a group of like 20 people celebrating Alex's birthday. And they're all partying and getting drunk and taking shots and having a good time. And it's like, God, you guys know Chicago Cubs is playing the, the Miami Marlins right now, right? Oh yeah, they're doing fine. What's the score? Oh shit, 7-1. Oh well, <laughs> we'll drink to that. <laughs> and then as the game is happening, we went downstairs and there's this like this downstairs nightclub at the Lone Depot park and hardly anyone is watching the game. We're all just like, there's play, they're playing reggaeton. Like you can hear in the background, like people are like, and the ball is it. You know, they're making the announcements. And then you, in, in where we're at, it's like, boom, ba-doom, boom, boom, ba-doom, boom, 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 boom. This It's like, it's just like one big party. Oh, what's happening in the background. Oh, the Marlins are playing. Are they? Oh, well, I'm partying. I'm busy trying to holler at this girl here, but I think baseball is a, is a, is on its way to become a daytime activity that we can really enjoy and get lit. So shout out to the Lone Depot Park for really understanding the Miami market well enough to start giving it a more appropriate place to watch the game, even if it's happening in the background. That's what's great about Miami. Miami likes to have big events but we want it in the background while we're partying. You know what I mean? Art Basil comes around. What do you got? Art in the background? Oh, yeah, that's cool. I like the colors. Uh, anyway, yeah, let me get uh <laughs> We only go to events just to party around it. Uh, what's happening? Oh, the F1 is in town. All right, we're going to do a pool party down the street. <laughs> All the nightclubs are going to be open with crazy de- The best DJs come to Miami in the most irrelevant events. If the F1 is here, we got Diplo on the 1 and 2s. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, so yeah, shout out to the Lone Depot Park doing a fantastic job. Uh, thanks, Val. Appreciate that. Yeah, Miami just, wants thing, Miami just wants it in the background. It doesn't want to participate. It just wants it there so that we can tell other people we have it there. Yeah, we got art in Miami. Well, who's your favorite artist? Man, the, the guy making my cocktail, that guy's an artist. <laughs> oh, man. All right, next up. Uh, you know what I think is uh, underrated? Bowling. I think Miami should have a uh, a bowling league, like a really professional bowling league. And we want it full of like papi chulos and guys with, you know, guts, you know, some maybe like a plumber or something. Um, you know, and we we don't we don't have to necessarily play by the same standards of other people. Like we like we have so much uh like style that If we do end up having a bowling league, like, let them play with, like, flip-flops on or something. You know what I'm saying? And let them, like, you know, have sunglasses on, gold chain, uh, shorts, maybe with, like, floral colors. You know what I'm saying? To really stand out. Like, that would make Miami more interested in these kinds of things. Because when we think about a bowler, you got to wear, like, those weird clown shoes. you got to wear, like, some crazy member's jacket right it looks kind of dull everybody has like um i don't know like a bald spot or something yeah so in miami if we had more like people with tans people that are hung over from partying the night before bowling but it only makes them play better you know stuff like that like that would be really cool to see a nice miami branded bowling league i've got i go bowling but i usually do it when like i know that you know, if I'm trying to get with a girl and she's like dull, I know that if I take her bowling, you know, it'll keep her act. <laughs> it'll keep her like, you know, <laughs> like go. All right, let's play. We don't have to do too much much talking. And if it, if we do talk, it'll just end up being about the game itself. All right, so I go to like all the bowling alleys here and in Fort Lauderdale, and I just like all right, let's just go play bowling. Um, but that, w- that I think bowling deserves to get a little more recognition in our city. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And like I said, you know, have you ever gotten drunk with the sound of uh, bowling pins smashing on each other? It's quite relaxing. Okay? It's like zen-like. Um, and you only care if you, you get a, a, stri- a full strike, right? So it's not like it's going to be that exciting. But uh, I still think just, just for the sake of Miami branding. And uh, the last and final example of getting lit for a daytime activity in the city of Miami that is a great competitive sport. What about boat racing? How come boat racing hasn't taken off in our city? I, I think boat racing has the most potential out of all of these examples that I wrote today. Like if you do uh, maybe like a jet ski race or a boat race or maybe even like in the Everglades. Why, why not like um, what do you call those airboats? with the big with the big uh fan the the fan in the back and then you just like if you did some sort of competitive thing like that remember these are just ideas for Miami to continue getting lit this would this would only bring up the Miami economy okay and it'll probably give the Everglades a little bit more recognition because what is there to go what is there what's happening in the Everglades have you guys ever taken a tour in the Everglades recently it's one of the most desolate empty things You've ever seen? I remember a few times actually. I'd wake up early. I'd have nothing to do. I feel adventurous. Get a little high, right? for a little weed. I go down to the Everglades. I get on an airboat. I'd be like, all right, let me go look at nature. And then this guy drives you in the middle of nowhere, and it's like, all right, if you look over there, um, yeah, it's just uh, it's a bunch of mud and water. And some plants sticking out of it, uh, you know. You and then they started like telling you things that you could have seen. So now I got to use my imagination to see it, right? It's like yeah. So usually when you see mud like that, um, that means that there's serpents nearby. I mean, there's none there now, but this is the, this is the kind of environment that a, uh, a Everglades snake would like to be in. Okay, well it's not there. I know, but if you if you just imagine. <laughs> And then, like, he would go, like, 15 minutes the other direction, and lo and behold, it's the same thing. It's just blue sky, water and mud, and plants sticking out of it. And, you know, sometimes a bird would fly by, and he'd try to rip off the bird. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a pelican. Oh, great. <laughs> Fantastic. Cool. And then, you know, every time, like, there would be an alligator or a crocodile somewhere, you always catch it last minute, or maybe it's so far away, it just looks like a stick. Oh, look, right over there, right over there, right over there is an alligator. Look at it right there. It's just like, it's just like a little piece sticking out. Oh, it's sleepy. So here's what you do, Everglades. You do an airboat racing show, and then everybody can spec. You know, what you do is you get a regular airboat, not the ones that you got You got the tour guides in, right? The tour guide airboats will be the ones where you can buy a ticket and then watch the airboats racing. Bro, I'm telling you, I'm on to something here, okay? Believe me. If someone important is listening to this podcast, that can make a decision or influence someone to make this this, this decision, Everglades airboat racing is where it's at. Okay, and isn't it right next to the Mikasuki? Just make it legal to place bets on it. Why not? Okay, taxed by Florida, the Florida tax. How much did you win betting on that rate on that airboat? Ten grand. Well, we're gonna take twenty percent of that to for what? To save the Everglades. What else? <laughs> we need to preserve our money maker. <laughs> hey, that's a good joke right there. There it is. That's the joke. Man, I don't know what it is about my live stream. That's it, by the way, guys. That's all I got. So thank you all. Uh, yeah, there you go, Val. One airboat is a dedicated bar. Mm-hmm exactly maybe they get get little drones to drop off the drinks for you all right that is it for the miami comedy podcast i don't know what's going on with my live stream here man I, I used to be able to go live and it would be like really high end you know excellent streaming now it's no longer like everything's all laggy now this is terrible all right well whatever the people of instagram got the vip seats all right, if you guys want to support the podcast, as you can clearly see, I got a lot of work to do. All right. <laughs> Subscribe, go on Spotify, go on Apple, go on whatever platform you use to listen to the podcast. Subscribe to the Miami Comedy Podcast. Tune in right on the chat, support. Give me some feedback, right? We're, we're working on material here. And if you want to monetarily fund the Miami Comedy Podcast. Uh, Buy a Miami comedy shirt. I've got some shirts still available. I got them in yellow and black. Small, medium, large, and extra large available for you to wear your sense of humor. Okay? You got to let the people know out there in Miami that you got a great personality. Uh, Next Fast and Furious movie, Everglade Airboats. I'm telling you, man. Make Everglade Airboat Racing a thing. It's wide open. There's nothing to do there. You can only do so much in the Everglades. What are you preserving it for? You might as well make it a money maker. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks once again for tuning in to the Miami Comedy Podcast. I hope to see you guys on an episode real soon. Don't forget to subscribe once again. Get those numbers up for me so that I can then start uh, pushing this on other platforms. Maybe a sponsorship can come in. Anything helps. All right. So thanks once again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye, y'all.